The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome, everyone. Uh, We're glad that you're here with us today and hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, We have um, Roe Madai here with us today. He's Israeli Consul General for the Southwestern United States, uh, and he's going to be talking with us about the Israeli economic vitality and doing business in Israel. And having just returned from really a whirlwind tour of Israel, we're pleased uh, to have him with us uh, to be able to talk with us about um, doing business in Israel. And as we toured, we, uh, of course, went to all the beloved historical and biblical sites uh, but we also observe a very modern country. And what immediately strikes you is how tiny Israel really is. Uh, if you compare it to Texas, where we live, for instance, Israel would fit into one of our counties. And uh, if you happen to be from the Midwest, you can uh, think of it in relationship to Lake Michigan, and Israel could fit into the lake two and a half times in terms of space. And in terms of population, with only 7 million, uh, that's less than the population of New Jersey, to give you some comparisons. So while Israel is a nation of contrast in geography, people, and ideologies, she's the only nation on earth that has a 3,600-year Jewish history with continuity of language, traditions, religion, money, and culture. This continuity has survived 1,900 years of dispersion and persecution. Israel is nothing short of a miracle. And as we walked through old Jerusalem, we viewed the uh, impeccable reconstruction of areas that have been destroyed alongside new construction that preserves the style of antiquity. It's really quite amazing. And as we passed into the Arab quarters, the contrast was rather stunning. Uh, there was little attention uh, seemed uh, placed on creating and building. And what we learned last Monday, if you were able to be with us for our program with George Gilder uh, and his book on the Israel test, it was really confirmed by our tour guide and by what we observed. Uh, in, a, in a nutshell, the economic gap between uh, the Jewish and Arab or Palestinian has little to do with politics or Israeli occupation, but rather everything to do with leadership and capitalistic entrepreneurship. Today, Roe Madai shall share some of the reasons why Israel has become the economic engine of the Middle East and in many ways of the world. Let me give a little bit uh, background on Roe. Uh, he assumed his duties in June of 2008 as Council for Economic Affairs uh, of Israel for the U.S. Southern Region, which is based here in Houston, uh, Texas. He has served with the Foreign Trade Administration at the Ministry of 
industry, trade, and labor in uh, Jerusalem. And from 2003 through 2005, he worked as an account manager for the Tamir uh, Fishman Investment House. I hope I pronounced that correctly, and that's in Tel Aviv. And Roe holds a Master's of Economics, Politics, and uh, Global Relations with the Catholic University in Milan, Italy, and has a B.A. in Management from the Open University in Tel Aviv. He has also served in the IDF in the Infantry Forces. Welcome, Roe. Hi, good morning to the, all the listeners, and thank you for having me this morning with you. It's a pleasure. Excellent. Well, tell us to get started uh, how you chose to join the consulate and to come to the U.S. Well, um, it's a great question. I think usually there's a trend that uh, people are going from the government sector to the business sector. I did the, the other way around. But I think that the first seed was planted when I was in Milan, in Italy, when I took my master's degree. Um, I was really exposed to governmental perspective. I, you, I witnessed in my own eyes how the modern European Union is being come, but coming to alive, and that, that really fascinated me. When I came back to Israel, I started to work uh, for Tamir Fishman, as you said, which was very challenging and rewarding uh, position. I really enjoyed it. I uh, used to work with uh, many of the Israeli startups, uh, managing their uh, portfolios, etc. It was very, very uh, rewarding uh, work that I really enjoyed. But something inside me always, I always had the feeling that I want to do something a little bit different, to, to touch more of the macro uh, environment than the micro. So one day a friend of mine just sent me uh, an advertisement saying that the government is recruiting uh, people for a cadet course uh, to deal with the economic affairs. And I saw uh, that as a great opportunity uh, to combine both governmental work with the business and investment sector. So I applied for that, and uh, the rest is history. Wow. Well, that's a great story, and um, it, it is interesting how uh, you can have a greater impact when you can uh, work with the government like that and also with international exposure as well. Uh, what was your impression um, as you had an opportunity just to take a look at George Gilder's book, The Israel Test? Um, well, I, I'm very happy with, with this book and with other books that would give a different perspective of Israel. I really think that what Israel achieved in the last 61 years is, is amazing. Um, and sometimes we just don't getting the reward or the acknowledgement for what we achieved. I think that the, probably the most important message or what uh, Gilder carrying in, in his book, and that's what I really take as, as uh, something very solid and very strong, is that today we are witnessing a growing uh, movement of anti-Semitism. And this, this book and such books and such messages uh, is coming to and helping to recognize Israel uh, as an important country, as a, a country who contributes to all other nations and how we uh, contribute to the global economy. So this is one of the messages or one of the most important things that I would take from this book. Yes, and very powerfully um, uh, presented. Well, having just returned from a tour to Israel, as I mentioned, uh, we know that tourism is very big uh, business there. And we felt completely safe and enjoyed the conveniences and, of course, the comforts that Americans have come to expect. And while we did not, uh, uh, we did have to go through checkpoints, I should say, when entering the West Bank on our way to uh, PLO-controlled 
Bethlehem, we, we did feel safe all the time. Why is Israel a top tourist attraction, ranking 17th in the world? Well, Cheryl, you just came back from there, and you probably would understand our slogan. I think that the Ministry of Tourism today uses uh, the slogan that says that you will love Israel from the first shalom, and that wraps the whole experience. Uh, I think Israel is very unique and gives you um, an experience that you will not get probably in other place in the world. Um, there is, I believe, three pillars or three segments that affiliated with this experience. First would be the religious, where you could witness, and this is, Israel is a sacred for the three uh, monotheistic uh, religions. Uh, so you could see where Jesus was born, where he uh, crucified, where he uh, gave his uh, prophecies, uh, where you could even walk through the Via Dolorosa and Actually, you are leaving the history. The second would be the, the, the history and the heritage that the country is having for the last 4,000 years. Uh, and some of the ancient cities are um, under excavations and they are well uh, preserved. And the third one probably would be the culture. Uh, we have a unique culture. We have a modern uh, country. Uh, so you will see the history and the modern country, the achievements and the, the cradle of, of, the, of, the, um, of humankind. Rui, one of the things that we discovered uh, as we were uh, talking to uh, people was obviously the tremendous hospitality we felt, and we felt so welcome when we were there. But one of the things I'd like to ask you about is uh, many of our listeners are interested in entrepreneurial opportunities in Israel. And one of the uh, most popular and famous people that uh, we know of who has bought a business there is Warren Buffett. Could you share with our listeners uh, perhaps entrepreneurial opportunities that exist today in Israel? Oh, definitely. <clears throat> I think, yeah, you mentioned um, Berkshire Hathaway and right. Warren Buffett right. uh, through his uh, investment in Israel. And, and this is very interesting because this is not this is one of the of uh, of the examples, but it's very into the what we call traditional industry. I believe that Israel, and you could understand if you will see the number of uh, new startups we generate every year, we have more than two hundred and fifty or two hundred and sixty new startups uh, every year. And I will go back to what Cheryl uh, just mentioned. Israel is a very small country. It will fit in Texas maybe 32 times. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is, this is a huge amount of companies. I believe that uh, Israel excels, really excels in communication, in IT, Internet, um, Internet security. Life science is something that we are not always being affiliated with. And Israel is the world leader in medical equipment uh, for patents or for new technologies. Um, etc. So I think if you will come to Israel and as many uh, as other VCs and other investors and other multinationals, you will find tre tremendous uh, opportunities over there. Okay, more, so when we uh, get into the, um, to, uh, the next couple of segments, we're going to talk in detail about some of those uh, areas of development. Before we get away from the topic of tourism, though, I I just wanted to share that we had the privilege to travel with the Daystar Television Network, uh, which, of course, is led by Marcus and Joni Lamb. And Daystar is the only Christian network broadcasting full-time in Israel. 
uh, ministries uh, such as Daystar invest in Israel not only by providing services and resources, but also by creating entrepreneurial opportunity. Uh, we were very impressed, for instance, that uh, Daystar has an olive grove uh, there. How important is the investment of Christian ministries in Israel for creating jobs beyond tourism? Mm-hmm. Um, with your permission, maybe I'll just uh, touch tourism again. We see tourism as a part of our industry. It is a very important segment for us. And, and that also uh, reflects your question. We, according our uh, calculations, every um, 100 tourists coming to Israel uh, generates about 4,000 jobs. And in revenues, it's about $200 million. Um, if we will take last year, we had 3 million uh, tourists visiting Israel. Um, the, from the U.S., we had about 700,000, and we believe that probably 50% of them were um, Christians coming to visit Israel. So basically, only in that sense, uh, the Christian tourist uh, generates about 12,000 jobs in Israel, which wow. is a big Impressive. amount. Yeah. yeah. If you will take uh, all other alternatives, uh, I think any investment, whether it will be direct or indirect, really affects uh, our economy. That will help our economy to, to keep on growing. That will allow new companies to, to start uh, and to generate with new ideas, uh, etc. All the F, what we call FDI, the foreign direct investment that we get, eventually uh, comes to uh, new investments and establishment of, of new companies and new ideas. Well, Ken, Ken, we're going to need to take a little break here, but when we get back, we're going to delve more into the tremendous opportunity that's available in Israel and for those who'd like to invest in Israel. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. 
Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Oh, hi, Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Julie. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Megan. Hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. God, you're ugly. And dumb. Oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage, and he almost puked. He says you're the most desperate girl he knows. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big, fat clown. Disgusting. Oh, and by the way, nice zit. If you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it, don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. Stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Roe Madai, uh, Israeli Consul General uh, from the southwestern uh, U.S., and we're talking about the vitality of Israeli um, business as well as tourism. And, Ken, I know you had an observation you wanted to ask about. Yeah, I did. Roe, we uh, found uh, when we were there that, by the way, we had an outstanding tour guide who really knew uh, the country, did his homework, and knows quite a bit about not only the United States but Texas. And he was saying that... Uh, Many tourists who do come to Israel have a very positive impact on uh, adjoining countries, such as Jordan and Egypt. Uh, would you like to expand on that for our listeners? Oh, definitely. <clears throat> I think um, it could only complete uh, an excellent experience and vacation, uh, as Egypt and Jordan are uh, open to for tourism. We have daily tours that will take you either to Jordan or for a couple of days to Egypt, where you could, you know, witness the pyramids, or uh, Jordan, you could go to Petra, which is a magnificent view in the desert, or to, to witness uh, so different uh, country. Um, I think that would be something uh, very interesting to, to do and to complete your experience with our neighboring countries. Um, Excellent. And well, before we get away from talking about tourism, I want to recognize the exceptional tour arrangements of Noseworthy uh, Travel Services, uh, modern buses, uh, excellent drivers, uh, and as Roe referred to, the hospitality is just, you know, gushing, 
and very sincere. Um, and the guides were exceptional. As Ken mentioned, the services of our Sarel, uh tour company were excellent. And with the many details involved in managing a tour group, uh, we had 150 of, of our, uh, in our, or 180 in our group, and we ran into other groups that were much larger than ours, but it was amazing how smoothly uh, the week went. And our tour guide, uh, Aiki Corinne, uh, who not only has a passion, as Ken mentioned, for his country, was extremely knowledgeable, and his keen insights and very articulate communication in English was so impressive to us. We highly recommend Israel as a, a tour uh, destination. And, Roe, did you want to say anything more about how the government uh, helps to promote tourism before we move on to some other subjects? Um, definitely. Well, we as a government, as I mentioned before, we see that as a important part of of the industry, but not only as an industry, to something that is a gate to come and to witness Israel, to see what we have to offer. <clears throat> this is uh, beyond the conflict or beyond what you would see on the, ne on the regular news or uh, on any TV show. Um, so we really try to attract more and more uh, people to come to Israel uh, to see what we have to offer. Only in the United States, or maybe in the southern part of the United States, uh, we initiated a campaign uh, worth $13 million just to approach all the southern states in the United States. We also uh, invest in the infrastructure in Israel, and you could uh, witness that. We, any tour guide needs to have a license and to go through exams, so we want to keep that on a certain level. Um, also the hotels, all the lodging in Israel, that would fit any pocket. It could be very small and simple up to the most sophisticated hotels. Here in the United States or in other countries, uh, foreign countries, we are working closely with tour operators, for example, to specialize in the Israeli market, to understand what Israel has to offer, and then to sell it to travel agencies. Um, we also work um, alongside with airlines, to offer uh, direct flights uh, to Israel. And we here in the United States, we have this agreement with Continental Airlines, we have that with U.S. Airways, and we have that with uh, Delta, uh, that all of them offers at least one daily flight from the United States to Tel Aviv. And, Rui, the thing that struck me more than anything was how very similar our countries are in many respects. And for our listeners, we... we truly do recommend a trip to Israel, and you'll find it to be, in many respects, so similar to other trips you've taken around the world. And again, bro, it was just a wonderful experience, and your country did a wonderful job of uh, hospitality. Well, just uh, as you mentioned, made me think of, Roe, when we were on, we, we took Delta, and on the flight, uh, the pilot not only announces in English, but in Hebrew. So I thought that was interesting, just to that detail, to have people feel welcome, whether they're going, you know, coming back, uh, whether the Jewish coming back to Israel or um, those speaking English. So it really is um, uh, around, all around uh, a tremendous experience. And as I mentioned to Roe when we um, uh, first met, uh, starting the show, uh, when we were there, I mean, it was almost like we were just home because we, we could speak our language with no problem. Uh, many people speak English. The signs are in English as well as Hebrew, and I believe Arabic as well. 
Um, and so you can find your way. It's really a modern uh, country. In fact, uh, it was only in July of this year that Morgan Stanley upgraded Israel to developed market status. Uh, how has Israel been able to accomplish this in just 60 years, Roe, when many other countries with vastly greater natural resources have not done so, and sometimes who, who have you know centuries behind them? Right. Well, I, I would start probably with the, with the saying that necessity is the mother of invention. And I claim that if that's true, then Israel is the mother of necessity. And what I mean about that, well, you know, it's, it's a type of neighborhood where we live in, uh, and um, we had our challenges uh, during the years, uh, but you could witness in the Old Testament that Israel was blessed at least 21 times to be the land of milk and honey. And this is indeed, Israel is considered to be uh, the leader in the dairy farming, and we really have very good honey but apparently all the neighboring countries got the oil and gas. <laughs> so we really have to overcome that as well. Uh, but what Israel really has, and that's what really made us on the far front, on the forefront of the technology, is the human capital in Israel. There is nothing else but that uh, with the combination of being an immigrant country, exactly like the U.S., but we are a much more young country, the modern Israel. So you have Im immigrants coming from all over the countries uh, worldwide. It could be East, West, Europe, U.S., Arab countries, etc. <clears throat> this whole mixture uh, g gives you a blend of the new, what we call Sabra, the new Israeli that comes with a different perspective, sometimes with what you call chutzpah, which... It's very hard to, to translate, <clears throat> but with putting all this together will give you probably the answer how we managed to do that. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk a little bit more about the culture impact. And uh, how I want to just have you comment about how the developed nation status, which is just brand new now, how that will impact uh, investment, do you think? Yes. Um, so Israel, like um, other young countries or young economies, um, are usually, not Israel suffers, but usually young economies suffers from uh, lack either of credibility or lack of uh, coherent uh, economic strategies. For us and for young economies, uh, receiving higher ranking uh, from international agencies like Morgan Stanley or like Standard & Poor's or like Moody's, etc., it is very important and sometimes even crucial uh, for having this ranking that will allow us or young economies, for example, to borrow money from foreign uh, institutions uh, with lower interest. Basically, you are paying less for the money you receive, which is uh, very important. It's easier for you to borrow money and to invest in the infrastructure and to invest in education, etc. And the other impact that it has is uh, when you as an investor or a company uh, review this, uh, the profile of a company, of a young economy that has a solid economy and has a very good track record and have a high performance, then you realize that you want to invest in the country. And that really helps us to attract more investors to come in Israel and to closely look at the market. Rowie, are there 
any specific uh, areas that you would particularly like investment in? My point is many of our listeners are perhaps investors or entrepreneurs and would have an interest in coming. Do, do any of the entrepreneurial opportunities or industries uh, stand out in terms of where you would like to have more investment or more people come over and help you? Um, I think we have several segments that might be very interesting for uh, foreign investors. Um, probably we could elaborate about that uh, during the, the call, but if I would emphasize uh, just in bullet points, uh, probably clean tech uh, and water technologies are amazing. Uh, you could find that Israel is world leader in water management, water treatment, etc. Uh, life science is very unique, and here we uh, might uh, elaborate more about an interesting opportunity for life science or for a, a life science fund that the government of Israel is about to initiate. Communication and IT always played uh, a major role in our economy. So um, I think taking these as uh, major segments can give you a, a real opportunity in Israel. Now, we will talk more about those when we come back from break, but we're going to take a short break now, uh, and when we do return, we'll have um, more information about some of the incredible business opportunities available in Israel. So stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition. And through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com, thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success better job better pay better life an ordinary sunny day an ordinary family's living room filled with an ordinary bunch of kids and they were doing nothing they were couch slouching they were rug imitating and lazy minute after lazy minute was passing them by when suddenly huh Hey guys, that's a personal foul. An active activity on a sunny day. Coming to the rescue was NFL running back Reggie Bush. Players on your lazy penalties. Let's play. Those kids, they listened to Reggie. They got up and play they did. There was fun and running. There were smiles and jumping. And laziness was crushed. Hey kids, don't get a lazy penalty. 
Kids, listen to Reggie and avoid lazy penalties. Be a player. Get up and play for an hour a day. Go online to check out smallstep.gov for fun playtime ideas. So you can be a player, too. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Be a player. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Roe Madai. He's uh, Consul General for uh, Israel here in Houston. And uh, I wanted to pick up, uh, Roe, on the point you made, a very important point about the cultural culture uh, of Israel and how it impacts um, uh, your business opportunities and entrepreneurship. In the latest issue of the Jerusalem Report, which I uh, fortunately picked up while I was uh, in Israel, the authors of a new book, which is called uh, Startup Nation, uh, are interviewed. Dan uh, Senor, I believe, and Paul Singer are the authors, and they research the secrets of uh, Israel's innovation and vitality. Their conclusion, interestingly enough, was that Israel is not merely a country, but a comprehensive state of mind, is the way they put it, or chutzpah, as you said. And uh, in military lingo, I guess you could say in a way that it's insubordination. Um, But based on the extensive interviews that they had with business people in Israel as well as the U.S., um, and also with Israel's military, the IDF, the characteristics that seem to define this state of mind, as uh, as they included in the um, in the article, was uh, tenacity, uh, openness to questioning or criticism and debate, uh, risk taking, and experimentation, uh, speaking the truth regardless of social context. Uh, another questioning authority or hierarchy, which could be where the insubordination comes in, and then impatience. So how does the Israeli business culture impact uh, competitiveness? Well, I would uh, say that, first of all, we are very competitive. I think that when we are looking at an obstacle, for example, we are not seeing it as an obstacle. We are looking for the ways to eliminate that or to overcome it. We will use all our connections, and this is something that's unique for Israel. We are a small country, as we mentioned, and having a small country, most people know each other. <clears throat> it's not like in Texas that you, where you have 30 million people, and this is a huge state, not mentioning the, the United States itself. 
So if you mention the, the IDF, for example, the, the Israeli army, um, what Israel does really excels in is to understand the units operating in the army. And then they know which person served in which unit, and they will offer him the right job according to the experience he accumulated during his military service, which is totally pure gain for the economy. Usually you are taking 18-year-old kids. Some of them, <clears throat> you take them just right after the university, and you give them, uh, for example, in the intelligence, you give them amounts of money to start and research and to address problems uh, where then they are taking that to the civilian market and uh, adapt it for civil purposes or for civil use, which is very important. And this is probably how the whole technology uh, industry started in Israel. So we know how to transform that from the army to the, to the civil market or to the companies uh, that are form, formed. Um, and, of course, uh, all the, 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 <coughs> the characteristic of the, the new Israeli that you mentioned, well, some of them, if you would take, if you will isolate, for example, the impatience, uh, I'm not sure if that's very positive, but if you will take that in the right context, and if you will take the whole mixture <coughs> of characteristics, then I think you find a, a unique uh, way to overcome uh, obstacles and how to deal with, with challenges that you are facing on a daily basis. And, you know, Rory, one of the things that really struck me was the, for instance, when one of the most impressive parts of our tour was Masada, which I think is just so um, emblematic of the courage of the Israeli people and uh, it, and in, in going there, I was just so impressed with the uh, literally dozens and dozens of uh, young uh, school kids, you know, men and women, who who went and studied it. And the other fact is the fact that you have your uh, men and women both serve in the military, which I think is a tremendous positive asset to your country. Would you share that thought with our listeners? I'm sorry, about the, the Army service you... Uh, yeah, the men and oh. women serve oh, yeah, in the military. Definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> well, for us, uh, the, the milita military service is, uh, is obligatory. When you graduate high school at the age of 18, um, uh, you are joining the army unless you have a special permission to go to the university to earn your uh, bachelor degree or engineering degree <clears throat> that will fit in the army needs when you will graduate. So all of us are going and serving. My wife, she uh, was in the Navy. Basically, she, she wasn't a combat soldier in the Navy, but she was working on computers. Um, I myself served in the infantry field forces uh, for three and a half years, and I think it was one of the most enriching and um, experiences uh, that I ever had. And, you know, I'm, I will carry that with me for probably my whole life. I think the, the Army service uh, really gives you an experience that you will not get in any other place. Especially when you are 18, you know, they give you your weapon and tell you, okay, now you are about to go and to protect your country. Um, you know, you just graduated high school, and now you have all this responsibility. And this really tells you what responsibility is all about. 
you sometimes have uh, situations where you have to take uh, decisions under pressure or under uh, circumstances that you will not deal with them on the uh, daily life, <clears throat> especially when you know when you are speaking about uh, life at risk, you have your friends with you. So it really creates a, a leadership. It really uh, puts you in a situation where you really learn about your boundaries, about what you could achieve and what you cannot. Um, so I think it's probably one of the best uh, experiences that I had in my life. And it really is interesting um, that it kind of, because it's obligatory for everyone to have that service, even women, then it levels the playing field in a way, giving everybody that opportunity to kind of be a star and to grow in maturity and have that sense of responsibility. And the startup uh, nation, the book that I, I referred to a moment ago, um, actually brings out with some of the interviews that they held uh, with the IDF is that the qualities of teamwork and initiative and, of course, the responsibility and goal orientation is something that prepares uh, each, uh, you know, uh, participant, uh, or I guess you call it soldier, would it be like soldier, um, to be able then to go out into the work world and be better prepared. So you're given a job, even if you're immature, you're given that opportunity, you grow and learn from it, and you become a better uh, a better um, contributor to the economy once once you get into the civilian workplace. So it's something that that most countries are not offering to everyone, like like you see in Israel. So uh, Ken, did you have any other yeah, questions? Yeah, Rowie, I was just going to uh, tag on to what Cheryl just said. What what we do in in our book, Job Search Total System, is help people understand how important it is that. When you interview with companies that you talk about discipline, loyalty, uh, integrity, all the things that are very, very important. And, and this is literally what the military teaches you. As a former Marine, I learned that in Marine Corps boot camp, and, of course, you learned it in the Israeli Army. But for, for young men and women who go into it, it just seems to give them such a tremendous leg up when they go in and interview in companies in Israel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Definitely, and and you could see the proliferation of what you achieved there, <clears throat> and how things are being done over there, and how it proliferates to to the civil market, and how it it affects. <clears throat> and I think I mentioned that before. Uh, w- one of the crucial things that that we learn during the years to take advantage of is <clears throat> we know where the the army uh, puts the money in. We know where the money trained the soldiers for such and such skills. And we know to transform that and to take the relevant people to the right positions. So when you are as a, as a company or when you interview someone, you know how to cherry pick the, the right uh, person to the right position. And all of us have been there, so we know exactly what it is. Interesting. Those are quite uh, tremendous advantages uh, that are just built into the culture uh, there in Israel. And uh, getting back to some of the um, industry uh, advances, um, Roe, you mentioned the water conservation, and we just have uh, a couple of minutes here before uh, a break. But uh, we found it just amazing to see the, the desert in bloom 
uh, just as prophesied in the Bible. And in fact, we got to walk through an olive tree plantation and saw firsthand how rocky the ground really is. And but as we drove through the country, we saw all the different um, groves of different fruits and vegetables. Share some of the ways Israel has accomplished this amazing feat. Well, agriculture played a very important role uh, for Israel even before the establishment of the country. All the immigrants <clears throat> coming from all over the world, they came to Israel to blossom the country, to work the country. Um, Israel is an arid country. When we don't have the water resources, we have to reinvent everything, and we really were dependent on that for our daily lives. So agriculture back in the 20s, 40s, and after the establishment of the countries played an important uh, role as, a, as an industry. Therefore, we invested, heavily invested, <clears throat> in agrotechnology. Um, we have one of the biggest inventions that Israel brought in the agricultural world was drip irrigation. A company called Netafim um, developed this drip irrigation system that really changed the set of minds of how you could irrigate plants with less water and having greater yields. Um, and today, they are a very successful company, and they, are, they have so many competitors, but it really affects uh, all countries, including the United States, and we really, even as a humanitarian uh, aid, we are doing that in Africa with uh, small rural villages, uh, bringing them that because they don't have the water, and this is a way to get your crops, to get your, to have better yield with very low amount of water. Uh, I think this is a, a great uh, exper uh, experience that we have and a great example for what we achieve. Yeah, well, I, I think uh, one of the things that our tour guide shared with us, a couple of things, is one, I think he said 70% of the water is recycled. So, uh, Yeah, today it's even closer to 80% of wow. water recycling. Um, the second country after us is Spain with only 12%, and they are considered to be uh, an advanced. But not only that, as we don't have water, uh, we are producing water. And saying producing water is we, uh, we have the biggest water desalination plant, uh, seawater, that we are now producing a lot of water, and we sold that for many countries globally. That's incredible. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break here before we come back for the final segment, so stay tuned. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to 
www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. And now a weather update. Winds out of the south-southeast at 9 miles an hour. Citizens of America, this is a message from FeedThePig.org. Do not be alarmed. We are here to help you save yourself. According to public records, Americans spent more money than they earned in 2005. This is the first negative savings rate in the U.S. since the Great Depression. America, we must change our behavior. We need to stop spending every dime we earn and start feeding the pig. We must start putting away a piece of our paycheck. On the 1st and the 15th, we must pay ourselves before we pay anyone or anything. We must make a budget. And yes, even consider cutting up a credit card. And we must tell a friend to do the same. America, to start moving in the right direction, we must start a movement. Join us at FeedThePig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Log on to FeedThePig.org today. And for more traffic updates, brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Self-leadership is more important than corporate leadership. In the hustle and bustle world we live in, we need to be reminded that in all failures and successes, we are the common denominators. Each week, let Daniel Gutierrez help bring you the tools you need to manage self-leadership, resulting in self-success. Make your mark in your industry. Make sure you listen to Right Here, Right Now, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're here with uh, Roe Madai and just a fascinating uh, discussion about business and doing business in Israel. Uh, Roe, we've talked a lot about the impact of high technology um, uh, on jobs and uh, entrepreneurship and so forth. It really represents less than maybe 20% of the workforce. What is Israel doing to duplicate this kind of success in other sectors and industries? Well, the the high-tech industry, as you said, is only um, maybe fifth of our uh, economy, but it contributes a lot, more than 50% to our exports. Uh, we are trying to uh, cope with different other um, industry segments and to promote them uh, through government support and to bring various uh, investors to invest. For example, uh, the traditional industry, and that goes back to where uh, Warren Buffett put his money in. He invested in ISCAR, which is a cutting tools company. <clears throat> 
which we refers to the traditional industry or to the mixed tech and traditional industry. Um, this is one of the largest segments of our industry where we are trying to elevate and we really believe that we have a lot to offer. Another interesting opportunity would be in the life sciences. Um, if you would uh, see the, the life sciences uh, 10 years ago, we had only 100 uh, companies in Israel operating in that field. Today there are nearly 900 companies. So every year we have between 70 to 80 new companies starting their life cycle. Cannot say that all of them will leave and continue to grow, but that's the, the idea. What we are trying today to do, and this is totally new, we are about to, uh, to publish a tender uh, for uh, a new life science fund. We are looking for life science funds, uh, international funds, to come and to uh, invest in Israel or to, to, to form a new fund where the Israeli government will give uh, matching funds, matching dollars uh, for that to share the risk. And we also offer to, to this fund that if there will be losses, uh, we will be the first one to take them. So this is another way how we are trying to uh, get a, a bigger life science industry. Um, today we, are, uh, we really lead in the medical equipment sector, uh, but we also have a lot to, uh, to show the world in the, in the pharma where you need real big money. And if I could give you a good example about that, and that <clears throat> also could shed a light about how collaboration being done between academia and, um, and the business sector, the private sector. Um, today, unfortunately, uh, many people are suffering from MS, from uh, multi-sclerosis. And the only uh, drug to deal with that or to help you uh, stop the disease to... Uh, to develop is the Copaxon. And the Copaxon was developed by the Weizmann Institute in Israel together with Teva Pharmaceuticals, which is, which is the world leader in generic drugs. It's an, another Israeli company. And together they uh, brought to the world Copaxon, which, uh, you know, that really gives, that really heals many people globally. Um, so, so this is uh, how we are trying to, to cope with that, to, to expand that, but not only uh, through segments, we are also trying to have the industry all over Israel. Today you could find all the industry concentrated in the center of Israel, in the heart of Israel. What we are trying through different incentives, both for local and foreign investors, to go to what we call peripheral zones, but keep it on the right context, Peripheral zones for Israel could be two hours' drive from Tel Aviv, which is the nearby city to Houston, where we stay here now. Well, we just have two minutes left to close. Unbelievably, uh, Roe, I want to thank you for, um, for being on the show with us. Um, and to close, uh, would you like to share a little bit about Invest in Israel and anything else that you'd like to share before we close? Um, yeah, the Invest in Israel or the Investment Promotion Center is a governmental entity that we as a government formed uh, to help and to maybe to serve as what we call the one-stop shop. If you are a foreign investor who would like to come and invest in Israel, they would be the right address to come to approach, and they will lead you through the whole process. Basically, what we are trying to do is to bring you all the incentives 
try to eliminate all the bureaucracy, leave that to the government entity to deal for you, to identify the right um, investment opportunity, and to help you going through all the different and various opportunities, if it's incentives or if it's uh, segment-wise. Uh, we have professionals doing that, and we will be very happy to help any uh, investor who is looking for that. Arawi, we would like very much to thank you very much for being here. And for our listeners, please take the opportunity to visit Israel. We promise you that you will not regret it, and you'll find it to be one of the finest experiences you've ever had. Arawi, thank you again. Yes. Thank you very much for having me this morning with you. Thanks again. Uh, it was a real privilege to have you here, Roe, and I also uh, found tremendous information on the Invest in, in Israel uh, website, so you can go there. What is your email, Roe, if someone would want to contact you directly? Right. So if uh, anyone has a specific question, we will be very happy to answer. You could approach us to Houston at Israel Trade in one world, israeltrade.gov.il. Or, as Cheryl said, you could go to www.investinisrael.gov.il. Thank you again. Next week we have a tremendous program for you for December 7th, so be sure to join us then. Thank you again. Thank you, Rowie. Thank you so much. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.